It's that time again. You've now entered the No Sales Zone. No Sales Zone. With Chris Fratz, the plumbing sales coach. Peels back the curtain of what sales really is. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. And get ready to learn how to increase ticket average by providing better service. And now. Now. Are you ready? Your host. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please welcome CF, the plumbing sales coach. All right, how are we all doing tonight? Man, it's Sunday. We in the house. We ready to do this thing. We've got Jason in the house. How you doing, sir? He says, whoop. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Alex Mars, good to see you, my man. Alex out of California. Alex and Kristen are uh, plumbing business owners, and uh plumbing and rooter, and they are Absolutely a couple to be reckoned with. They're out in the area that my wife actually uh, grew up a part of her childhood. So it's always good to see them on the show. Uh, he says, love in and out Yeah, we're going to talk about in and out tonight. And what's their big secret? How did they do it? What did they even do? Uh, what did they even do? We're going to talk about that because there's something to be learned about what in and out did, how it relates to sales, how it relates to people, and how it really relates in general to business. And now you guys can utilize that to build your empire. We also have uh, Steven on the show. Good to see you. Gary Phillips, he says, in and out in their fries that taste like what says Play-Doh. <laughs> hey, man, love it or hate it. They're big time and everyone knows who they are and everyone has an opinion. And that is crucial when you're branding and you're marketing and you're getting out there in your company and you're trying to get people to notice you and remember you. It's one thing for them to like you, but it's another thing for them just to remember you and even know you exist. And in and out has done that. They force everyone to pick a side. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But more importantly, we're going to talk about their secret and their success and how they did it. Lance Ball says late, but here, good to see you, my man, as well. So many others, if you, if I didn't mention who you are, uh, if you're just jumping on the show, let us know where you're at. Let us know where you're watching from. Are you a plumbing business owner? Are you a plumbing business general manager? Are you a service manager? Are you a technician? Are you a master plumber? Are you an apprentice? Are you a CSR? Are you in a different industry altogether? That's okay. You're more than welcome to join us. This show really is more about putting service over sales than it is about the idea of plumbing. Now, plumbing is the industry that I serve, and plumbing is probably the industry a lot of you serve. But again, if you're watching the show, I welcome you from wherever you're at. Lance says, love in and out. Rob, ski check in the house. I love saying ski check. I love saying the name. Uh, Rob, good to see you, my man. Alex says he's a CEO, business owner, the man, the myth, the legend of his company. And tonight we're going to talk about uh, something that really matters because, you know, we talk about service. We talk about, we've talked about a few different companies and how they put service first. And I know a lot of you think I'm going to go there, but I'm not. I'm actually, now in and out is all about service. They've got 438 employees on any given shift. It seems like back there working. I know it's like Coolio, Fantastic Voyage. If you guys are old enough to remember that video where he pops the trunk open and people just keep coming out. I feel like that's in and out burger. When you look back there, you go through the drive-thru and you see their shop and their, their madness, their, their assembly line, their, their whole organizational flow. It's crazy. It's awesome to see. And it looks chaotic, but at the same time, there's rhyme and reason to all of it. In fact, they're very efficient, believe it or not. They serve a lot of people every single day. I know McDonald's touts the idea of over a billion served, but that's over the course of a lifetime. Uh, in and out does that in two hours. That's their lunch rush. And so I'm joking. But seriously, they, there's something to be learned about this business. And we talk about this idea this year. We're going to focus on other industries, other companies, and relate it back to our industry and how, how we can utilize that to build our business. Uh, good to see you. Lance, Lance says fry cutters are awesome. Oh, man. Hey, real quick. Uh, fry cutters, they, they take whole potatoes and they shove it up in there and, they, and they're fresh. 
I like fresh, right? Fresh. Um, but I did see a comment out there. Rest in peace, Kobe, speaking of L.A. And, I, and then we're going to talk about that for a quick second, um, because here's the thing. I, I know a lot of you uh, love, hate Kobe, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing that, that really hit me when I heard that news today. And it absolutely applies to how you go about the rest of this week. I hope that it impacts you in a way that's positive. But what, what did for me was it, I, I've, talked, I've seen a lot of people pass, you know, my old, I was thinking about my, my stepdad passed away. I was there in the last moments and saw that. And, and that was uh, definitely had its impact on me. And then of course, all the famous people that have died over the years, but Kobe was two years younger than me. I kind of remember coming out, he came out of high school. I had just come out of high school. I was going to the military and he was the thing. And I left LA. I, I grew up in LA uh, for a portion of my life. And then we moved up to Northern California, stayed a, a Kobe Bryant fan. Then I joined the military and uh, had Utah in there for a couple of years. We joined the military and it was really impactful to me because I, I, when he passed away, it was so sudden. And I thought, man, the brevity of life, like how quickly life can come and go. And we so much get caught up in our business. We get caught up in life and the mundaneness of it, or even the excitement of it. Uh, and I don't mean like the experience of life. I'm talking about the the success of life or this accomplishment. And that's great. And I'm all about that. Trust me, I'm all about entrepreneurship. I'm all about uh, the idea of someone taking an idea and chasing it and taking risk. And I love big risk, big reward. I think that there's something healthy to that uh, environment. And it really is what drives and, and and thrives our economy, if, if you will. Um, and so I'm all about that. But Kobe was a guy who went to the gym at 5A. He was known for being one of the hardest workers, one of the most dedicated to the game. And I just wonder, you know, if, if he could go, I, I know no one really has regrets, I guess you shouldn't have regrets, but they always say people that pass away never wonder if things that should have worked harder or made more money. They always wonder if they should have spent more time with their family or did more meaningful things in life. And so I just challenge you this week as you go along, you hear this news and everyone's talking about it. Just think about how are you spending your time? Because we're all educated on budget your money, budget your money. But do we really budget our, our time? I put a personal post out about that earlier today. And so speaking of Kobe and the Lakers, I'm a huge Lakers fan, huge Dodgers fan. Uh, it's It was crazy. It was really sudden. So hopefully that that encourages you, though, to to go out and live life in a way that, that's meaningful. And in that we have to we have to take our business into account. We have to take our job into account for a salesperson or for a uh, um, or if we're a um, business owner or for a, a general manager. It doesn't matter. We all have the same responsibility to serve people. And I've been hearing a lot of sales trainings out there lately, all over the internet. Everyone's got an opinion on how to do it. They read a book and then they're telling you what someone else said. And here's the here's the challenge I would make to anybody listening to any kind of sales advice. Number one, if the sales training is focused on you getting the sale, it has already started with the wrong heart set. I'm going to repeat that. If the sales training starts out with the focus of you getting the sale, then it already starts with the wrong heart set. The idea should be, training should be focused on number one, the relationship of you and the customer that you're going to have. And number two, how can you take care of that person's needs? How can you serve them? I have no problem with going into a home and seeing a leaking water heater and offering them a tankless. In fact, I, I'm a proponent of it and I train it. And tonight we're going to talk very much about options. But I want you to understand that when it comes down to selling something or serving someone, serving always wins. You can always hit your mark. You can always hit your mark. You know, if you aim to sell, you can fail. But if you aim to serve, you will always hit your mark. Now, take that to the bank because... It feels good to win. It just does. It feels good to be successful. As I was thinking, it's how appropriate of a topic today, In-N-Out Burger and, and their successes, LA, and then 
the the news, the tragic news of this morning, and another 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 example of a guy who liked to win. And winning felt great as a fan of the Lakers for so many years of watching them. Winning felt great, and I love to win when I when I when I'm in business. I love to win when I'm when I'm working. I love to win with my family. I love to win. Who doesn't? I mean, hopefully people like to win. Hopefully it's a good feeling. But when you do that, you got to think about what's important as you do it. And so we're going to talk about what in and out did and how they did it. Now, I think we've got some pictures we might be able to flash up. Um, maybe not. I've got one of their menu here. I'm not sure if I can get it up or not. But if you've ever seen the in and out menu, uh, it is very, very simple. I mean, it's simple. In fact, uh, if you guys have ever watched uh, the old show, Gordon Ramsay, uh, not not Hell's Kitchen, that was funny, but the Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares where you go into restaurants and kind of like the prophet, Marcus Lamone. If you guys don't watch the prophet, Marcus Lamone, you should. You can learn a lot uh, watching that show. But if if you go back and watch uh, Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay, he always go in and tell people to simplify their menu. Simplify their menu. And I want you to think about that when you think about your price book, your sales, your options when you write to your customers, simplifying the menu. You know, what they offered was basically a hamburger. Then they offered a hamburger with cheese. And then they said, you can get a double, double. And they let the imagination go for there. In fact, I've heard crazy stories about people who have ordered, you know, the four by four or the six by four, you know, six patties and four slices of cheese or six patties and six slices of cheese. I've, I've seen those. He says, Lance says, double, double. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Alex says, even worse, 13-year-old daughter was in that plane. And and uh, and uh, Brandon says, the other the other, the other other people as well. You know, it's uh, really interesting, too. A uh, lot, of, lot of people um, passing that. We do we do get caught up in the Kobe because he's really famous. And so I, hopefully I'm not being insensitive and, and I'm not I, – I don't know who the other people were. Kobe's what, what actually impacted me because that's who I followed. But yeah, it is a tragic, tragic scene. And so um, I was just kind of catching up on the comments there. I switched gears again. But look, uh, it's important that we we understand how we take something like this and we use it for positivity. You know, negativity is definitely out there. You can find it anywhere. Um, it's always easy to look at anything and be negative, but it's also easy to look at something and be positive. It's this exact same effort. In fact, some might say it's the exact same thing, uh, just the opposite, if that makes sense. And so can you do that? Can you actually take situations in your life, turn them into positive? That's a positive thing. I know Brandon's one. Uh, I know Alex, uh, you know, just from the people I've been around and seeing the experience, you know, they run into uh, tough situations and they push through. in and out ran into their own tough situations. Now, think back to this big boom of in and out and the big boom of McDonald's and the big boom of Burger King and Wendy's and all the other ones. And they, they caught on like wildfire, right? These franchises, now they're, they're considered franchises. And one thing that separates in and out from everybody else was everybody else at some point, everybody else at some point was willing to sacrifice who they originally were so that they could become more successful. Every single one of those other ones, those big ones that we talk about, but not in and out. Now, what's the difference with in and out? In and out, what they did was kind of unique. In and out went and said, we're going to be fresh. We're going to have fresh. We're never going to freeze the meat. The meat's never going to be frozen. And so they have their own cattle. They do their own thing. They butcher and whatever. They have their own processing facility. And then they get all that stuff fresh. In fact, if you've ever noticed, they only are in the West Coast. They only have a certain radius uh, that they reach out because they want to be able to stay true to that menu. They want to stay, stay true to who they were, that simplicity. And so going back and looking at how they built their empire, it is crazy to me at, you know, McDonald's has the chicken sandwich. Burger King has the chicken sandwich. Popeye's 
has the spicy chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A has all the chicken. Uh, everybody has these complicated menus. Chick-fil-A is another one to take a look at. They only sell chicken. They just do the chicken. They keep it very simple. Fried or grilled, spicy or not, chicken nugget, that's it. Salads. In and out went even simpler. They said, we're going to do burgers, we're going to do fries, and we're going to do drinks. That's it. They got a secret menu everybody loves. People like to be a part of something. Another thing to keep in mind, do you have a service agreement program? Are you involving your potential customers? Are you involving them into the community of your other customers? It's important. It's powerful. Movements are formed off of community. There's so much to learn about the secret of business. Tonight's going to be a, a wild ride, folks, because there are so many things to tackle. in and out didn't just create a business. I've got this shirt on. In fact, if you go down to Southern California, uh, no, I'm sorry, right there in Vegas, right there in Vegas off the I-15, there's an in and out and then right next to in and out is an in and out merchandising store where you can go in and buy all the shirts and coffee cups and all kinds of different stuff. They, they built a movement. You tell someone who likes In-N-Out that In-N-Out's not any good and you will have a fight on your hands. You will have an argument at the most minimum. I don't care how confrontational they are or aren't. They will at least make one gesture to stick up for In-N-Out. And I know if you like Whataburger, who has sold out recently, I believe they sold out to that uh, equity firm-based company. Uh, anyways, <laughs> whatever, it's not important. I'm, I'm joking. That was, a, that was a cheap shot. Still true. But it was a cheap shot. But if you like Whataburger, you kind of get what I'm saying because there's that's the argument. That's the fight. That's the battle. Whataburger in and out. <clears throat> and you're forced to make a decision. They started a movement. They started a movement. And if you can start a movement with your business, oh, you've got more than a business. You've got an empire. And you don't have to chase success. You can serve your people. Study what Russell Brunson has done. Study what in and out did. Study these successes. Take a look at what their movements are. They're built around culture, all of them. There's a certain way about in and out There's a certain way about Southwest. There's a certain way about these companies that we've been talking about. CarMax. We're going to talk about CarMax here, I think, either the next show or the show after that. And their sales process and how, how crazy precise it was and how anybody and everybody could learn it and everybody and anybody could teach it. That was the crazy thing about CarMax. So good. We're going to talk about that. I don't want to give away too much. Danny says, wish we here had here on the East Coast, East Side. Danny, now Danny's a, uh, a big time uh, Massachusetts uh, boss. I think he's a big time Patriots fan. I'm talking about culture. Brandon says, know what you're good at and focus on what you can do to capitalize. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you, uh, one of the biggest things that we can take away from these big companies is their culture. If you guys grasp culture and you can build that within your company and people want to be a part of that. So I'm talking about your customers right now, but let's flip it over to your employees. And you as a technician, you as a, as a service rep, whatever you do, whatever it is that you're doing for your company, I meant to say service manager, whatever, you want to be a part of a culture, right? Like no one, no one's excited to go work for some place that's not going anywhere. Culture shows life. Culture kind of says, hey, we're thriving here. We're doing something here. We're growing here. 
I want to mention really quick, take another, a lot of you would like to know we're doing a $100 Visa gift card giveaway right now. We're currently in the midst of a $100 Visa gift card giveaway. The, all we got to do, I'm watching the show start to climb up in numbers as we start to ramp up the episodes again. All we got to do is get to 50. Once we hit 50 live viewers, what'll happen then is all you got to do, uh, you'll take, as soon as we hit 50, you screenshot that or you capture it somehow, or you, or you send in a message with that number straight to the plumbing sales coaches, uh, Facebook messenger. And you, the first one wins a hundred bucks. $100 Visa gift card. We've given plenty away on the show in the past. And uh, so we want to get to 50 and then we'll worry about breaking our record of uh, uh, getting over 100. That's what we're really going after is getting over 100. But our record is 76, I think. And so help us do that. Share the show. That's the the, the big uh, giveaway we're doing right now is sharing the show, letting everyone know. And then you can get the uh, into the gift card. But um, back up to what we're talking about. Yeah, I want to serve my community. I want to serve you guys. I want to take care of you guys. What kind of gift, what kind of tool do you want right now? Like, is there a tool out there that you or one of your guys needs? It's a hundred bucks or less. I mean, a hundred bucks goes, it's a decent little tool, right? I know Milwaukee's got that really tight breaker bar. You have trouble getting the dielectric off, huh? I don't know, whatever, whatever. I just want to make sure you guys get something. I appreciate you guys watching the show. Again, we're doing that $100 Visa gift card right now. If you share the show and we get up to 50 live viewers, the gift card will be given away to the first person that sends in a screenshot or just simply sends the number of viewers into the messenger. And then I will then immediately mail out a $100 Visa gift card that they can use wherever they want. But tonight we're talking about In-N-Out Burger. Tonight we're talking about how did In-N-Out Burger become so successful? How did they grow? And they created a movement. And how did they do that? Well, they kept it simple. They kept it very simple. Their menu is so simple. Do you want a burger? Do you want a burger with cheese? Or do you want multiple burgers and patties and multiple cheese? They call it the double-double. Two burgers, two cheese. You can get the four by four. Imagine what it's four burgers, four cheese. You can get the eight by eight. Some people people go in there and have competitions in their head against themselves. How many more can I be eat this time? Tyler says, I need a sewer camera. It ain't my fault. We Well, wait till we get to 1,000 viewers, and I'm giving away a little bit of a bigger Visa gift card for that. But I might make the first... Uh, credit card payment on that new sewer camera line. Good to see you on the show, by the way, Tyler. Tyler is awesome. Uh, he's awesome, dude. These guys, the 615 Plumbing out of Nashville. And Tyler St. Laurent is in the training program, and he's also in my hands-on training. So me and Tyler interact on a regular basis, him and my team. Chris Cossum, if you know, is the king of service talk. I see Christy T. Harina on the show. She's also a part of those programs. Jessica Beast, good to see you as well. Jessica Bees, I don't know why I said Bees. Uh, Jessica Bees is a realtor. And so that's someone that understands service and understanding uh, how to serve your client. And wow, I can't even imagine how hard that is to keep that simple when you're trying to show someone a bunch of different homes and, and keep things in order and help them make a decision because confusion is no. Confusion is never good with a customer. Brittany says, love in and out. Nick says, I never knew they made a four by four. Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick. They make whatever your little imagination can, can dream up. Whatever your imagination can dream up. And anytime you, Brandon says Whataburger, cough, cough. I mean, anytime you bring up Whataburger, someone brings up In-N-Out. Anytime you bring up In-N-Out, someone brings up Whataburger. I wonder if those two owner, owners are behind the scenes shaking hands and laughing every time someone argues against them or for them or who cares because they're getting publicity either way. I mean, I literally now have to go try a Whataburger at some point because everyone's like, well, you can't knock it if you've never tried it. And I'm like, yeah, I can't because I've had it in and out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Terry says a confused mind always says, no, you got to keep it simple. That's what in and out did. For those that are just jumping on the show, the show's normally a half hour. We're going to go a little long tonight. So if you're jumping on late, that's great. If you're jumping on, if you got on early, you got a little extended time. If you can't stay with us because the Pro Bowl is so exciting, I get it. 
But tonight we're talking about In-N-Out and their successes. The first thing that we learn about In-N-Out is they keep it very simple. I mean, even their branding. Can you flash the uh, even their branding? Uh, even their branding. Uh, can you can you flash up In-N-Out's truck? I, I took this picture. I was headed down to uh, a plumbing company in Southern California. Actually, Cisneros Brothers is where I was headed. And I uh, was going on my way down there to work with their team uh, last summer. And I saw this truck and I had to, I literally, hopefully I'm outside of the, um, I can't be busted for this, but I basically uh, did some illegal driving here, backed up to get this picture. But look at that thing. That thing's crazy. It's, it's in and out burger. It's a semi truck and it's simple quality. You can taste. There's no phone number. There's no website. Clean. Clean as can be. James Joseph, good to see you on the show, my man. Clean as can be. And that's important because it's their whole culture. Remember what I said earlier in the show, for those that missed it, I said, look, you, you go up against these other conglomerates like McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's, and at some point they sell out. At some point they give in. At some point they shortcut. You know, we all watched the show at McDonald's and they, they did the shake. They did. The, then they went to the powdered shake. And then, you know, in order to scale that, they had to shortcut some things. And In-N-Out will not do it. They, I don't, they won't do it. They, they won't do it. They won't freeze the meat. They won't change their ways. They won't start selling chicken. You're not going to see them be the next spicy chicken contender. They do in and out. They do it the way in and out does it. They built a culture. Just go into their place. You don't even have to order anything. Just look at their employees. It's the most chaotic, harmonious thing I've ever seen in my life. And if I've got an order in, <laughs> it's pretty exciting too, because they're making my food. In and out plumbing. <laughs> if you guys know Nick Marsala, that is Nick Marsala right there. That is Nick. So if I was ever to uh, tell you guys, I've met Nick personally a few times, and I even went up to a shop, worked with him in a shop, and uh, he's just just an awesome dude. In fact, uh, you go back and I don't know if Facebook's hard to find, but he took me uh, drag racing. We went live, and and I was drag racing down a strip. He drag races, but in and out plumbing. That is Nick. Nick to a T. Jason, it's a perfect example of less is more. Absolutely. Paper hats, baby. Absolutely. Guys, listen, pay attention to what these guys are doing. And when we think about someone like Kobe who, who gave it all to the game and invested everything and lost his life today at a really young age. I mean, 41 is extremely young. Life is so precious. Do you really have to be as big as McDonald's? Or can you be as big in, in and out and stay true to who you are and actually take time to experience this thing we call life? This one shot we get. This one shot we get. Fresh needs to come ride with me. I'm waiting. Oh, he's talking. About, so Brandon and I were downtown Vegas having the, the great debate, not in and out or uh, Whataburger, but the great debate if it was safe for me to ride with Brandon as he does 100 Mach 3 around corners because he is a certified course driver legit give him a shout out right here uh but i said i won't do it brother because uh i'm not gonna lie i don't want to die and um i went uh, then i went drag racing with with nick and he was upset but i was driving by the way brandon nick was not driving too many plumbers are in and out and they miss a big part of the customer service aspect yeah boom drop the mic on that one brother because they go in and they just want to really quickly run through the house or Better yet, they don't run through any of the house. They just go to, straight to the toilet. They pull the, the the back of the toilet and they go, your flappers. Uh, you mean, you think that's really worth a couple hundred bucks an hour? 
Like you think that's like, oh, I'm so amazing. I went in there and figured out it was the flapper that was leaking or the fill valve that was causing the water hammer. That don't mean nothing. That's nothing. You'll be back three weeks from now fixing the other toilet flapper. Or someone else will because they'll get tired of you coming out and nickel and diamond them. No, what a real service plumber does is they go in and they figure out why things are breaking down. Is it the age of the plumbing? Is it the water pressure? Is it the what? What's going on? What's the deeper hidden issue here? And I really want to dive into that because that's what In-N-Out figured out. They figured out the simplicity of people wanting to get in and out. Like I got places to be. This ain't a steakhouse. I don't expect steak. This ain't a lot. This ain't sushi. I'm not looking for a show. I'm just looking to come in and go. That's that rhyme. See what I did there? But seriously, that, that that's what people are. Look, I just want to get my food. Now, got really popular. It's harder and harder for them to continue that. But their whole name says it at all, In-N-Out. And now go through their drive-thru and wait. Be like 20 deep. First of all, In-N-Out drive-thrus and Chick-fil-A drive-thrus are the only drive-thrus that I'll pull into that are not no longer in the drive-thru. Like there's a designated, when they built the building and the city was like, you, you need to have certain size drive-thru because you'll do this much you, traffic. And, you, and they built that. And then In-N-Out exceeds that. Chick-fil-A exceeds that all the time. I'll get in those lines. But if someone else is exceeding that, I know it's not because they're busy. It's just because they're not doing it right inside. And I'm not getting in that line. I think I can, what do you say? I think I can think of a couple cases that has happened in with us. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about, I think he made a joke there. I think he made a, that was an inside joke. But the cases, he says there's a couple cases where that's happened with uh, with us. He says, take your time and build a relationship. This is what Alex says. Walk the dog, pet the cat. Talk to your customers and find out what they need. Find out what they're concerned with. Find out what is the bigger issue here. Why do they even care that their that their water bill is high? Does it, I mean, it's obvious to us, right? Well, they don't want to pay a high water bill, but there's a hidden issue. I'll take a quick moment here really quick. If you want to get into the like deeper stuff of this, like how do you do it? Like exactly step-by-step, step, get in my trainings. Type training into the comments right now. You'll get a messenger message that'll basically tell you how to find out more information about my training. Someone from my team will probably reach out to you and set a time up for me and you to talk for a few minutes. I can mean, go through what your situation is. Maybe I can help you out a little bit and answer any questions you have. But bottom line is, is get some training, get something for you and your team so you can start providing this service for your customer. First of all, your customer deserves it. Second of all, your family, des I said it right, your family deserves it because of the results it will produce. It's not about making more money, but it is about offering more value. And when you offer more value, you make more money. I always say this, the bigger problems you solve in life, the more money you make. The bigger the problems you solve, the more money you make. Go ask a neurosurgeon versus a general medical doctor. Go ask the one guy who can do the most craziest heart surgery versus the guy that does the generic ankle surgery that a lot of other doctors are doing. And he doesn't have a lot of good reviews because he's been hurting people. Like they're going to make totally different incomes. Toe totally. I said toe because of foot. Two totally different incomes. Brandon says, how can you being the professional allow the client to tell you what to do? Who is taking that role? Hey, look, I, I'm going to tell you this. One of, the, one of the things I always teach in trainings is, look, the customer is already unqualified. Here's what I mean by that. It's not your job to go in there and, and fix what's leaking. It's your job to go in there and make sure that it doesn't happen again. And at least educate and inform the customer on why it happened so that they can make a good decision on spending their money, giving them some options to take care of the problem today, tomorrow, and forever, and therefore allowing them to invest in their home instead of being displaced by their home or getting this big bill out of nowhere by their home. 
See, that's huge. And the customer's already unqualified to determine what the future problems are because they called you after it was leaking. They called you after it stopped working. They called you after the problem existed. So they are not qualified to identify future plumbing problems. That's up to you. That's service plumbing. Go in there and serve them, educate them, inform them. If they just want to fix the flapper, fine. Fine. But don't walk in there and be like, all you need is a flapper. Walk in there and say, hey, here's what the problem is. It's a flapper. You got a 20-year-old toilet. Do you want to drop X amount of dollars into this 20-year-old toilet or would you like to replace it for a little bit more? Your call. I also remember when I first asked you about the toilet, you said, I hate that toilet. So would you like to upgrade it? Maybe go to a little bit of a nicer one? And even more than that, why don't we find out why it's happening? Why don't we go and just check and do a water condition test? Why don't we just go take a quick water pressure test? And why don't we consider the age of the plumbing on every single call? Not once in a while, not when it makes sense, not at 8.15 on my first call, but at 4.30 on my last call, because that customer deserves the same service as the lady that woke up at 8.30 and had you out to her house, just as much as the lady that had you out at 4.30 to her house, just as much as the guy that took off lunch and had you at his house at noon. Everyone gets the same service. It doesn't matter. So you go in and you investigate on every call. I can guarantee you this at In-N-Out Burger. When you walk in there, no matter what time of day it is, no matter what the temperature is, no matter how long that drive through line is, there's going to probably be someone outside taking your order and making sure that pro that goes efficient. And, and the person, I've seen them do shift change. They take the very last order just as diligently as the next person coming on shift and taking the first order. Why would you go to the doctor and tell them your diagnosis? <laughs> People do it. I'm going to tell you something right now. If I go in there and I tell the doctor, hey, man, I think I got tendonitis in my elbow. And he says, no, you need heart surgery. I'm, I'm opting for the heart surgery. Straight up. And I want him to go, hey, look, you can take a pill and that'll get you out of the hospital today. You'll be fine. But in 10 years from now, you'll be dead or you can do surgery and live forever. I want those choices. I want those choices. Lance says, around here, if you offer to test your wa the water harness, you just set yourself apart from everyone else. Lance, that is probably true in all of America, all of Canada, all of Australia, all of the, U I don't know about the UK, but I do know the companies I've worked with in Canada and the companies I've worked with down in Australia, the water testness, the, the water hardness, the water testing that does not exist. People are just not doing it for some reason. And I don't know why. It's one of the biggest, it's the big three. It's one of the big reasons why problems are happening. You know, everybody says, do you take water on this test so you can sell a softener? No, I sell a softener so their stuff stops breaking down. What? No, do you take water pressure tests so you can sell someone a PRV? No, I sell someone a PRV so that their stuff stops breaking. Do you sell tanklesses so you can go buy nice things for your family? No, I sell tanklesses because people need to be educated on what the new technology is and maybe how it could save them some money and efficiency. You know, hopefully a lot of you don't even know this, but hopefully you're checking into this stuff. But your local gas energy companies, they'll they'll provide rebates to your customers when they upgrade to tankless. Did you know that? Or when they get a new water heater? Did you know that? I know that's true down in a few places. Did you have you checked into that? That's huge. Because none of your competitors are probably doing that. I can think of right now, just, just in one place, they're doing a $350 rebate for anyone that gets a new gas water heater, tankless or not. That's crazy. And they're offering financing through their gas company bill if they go with the tankless, I think. It's nuts, these programs that are out there. 
If you see a tire that is flat and someone is leaving you, uh, is uh, leaving pointed out and you see the risk and understand and know the risk. So basically it's like if the tire is flat and someone points it out and there, and you decide you want to drive on that tire, that's okay, fine. But if, but offer them the tire, here's the other point to that. It's not just about the one tire. Like if we're going to use the tire analogy, like I don't want to spend $150 on one tire. If I can get four new tires for 400 bucks or 380 bucks, like I want that deal. If there's a bundle deal, I want it. And if you guys have some sort of bundle deal, like water heater, water softener combo package, I know a lot of companies that do that. If you have that offered to your customer, they should know. They should be allowed to know. Everyone should be allowed to know. Terry says, testing the water in the home shows that you're a professional and you have no problem taking the time to diagnose their problem. Lance says, upgrades are better for the customer, $300 rebate here. Alex says, $250 rebate here. Did you not? Did you guys all know that? If you don't know that, that's something to check into. That is definitely something to check into. You know, the biggest thing, though, that we can look at when it comes to in and out is the culture. We can see what they did. And what they really do is, uh, I got a niece that works there, so I know a little something about, a like a little, I don't, if I'm going to get this wrong, don't don't judge me. But they've got certain, like within their company, there's a growth track. Like they can level up. They, tra they train and with it comes like a raise, with it comes more responsibility. You know, they can, they can't, you know, they can't do certain things until there's certain levels, I think is what it is. Like you can't cook until you're a certain level, can't become a manager until you're, like it's crazy and they pay their 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 manager six figures i i actually didn't believe that when i heard that and then i had to look it up like what because they culture they take care of their customer by taking care of their employee did you guys see the show a couple nights ago this is a common theme common theme take care of your employees your employees are your first line customer then they will then take care of your employ your customers. Then we learned a little bit more about that. Well, then how do we hire? Well, we hire people that care about people. We hire people that care about customer service and we pour into them and then they naturally pour into others. And we're seeing the secrets of how to grow a sit like a service company, not, not, not necessarily the, the business side of it. You check it with million dollar plumber on all the business stuff and all the sales process or not sales process, but the processes of your business, check out Richard and Laura. They're amazing. Check them out. But when it comes to like culture and sales and service and understanding how to take care of your customer, look at what we've been talking about for the last week or two. Look at what the other companies are doing. Let's just learn from them. Why make it up as we go? Why not just take a look directly and see what they do and how they do it? And let's just do that. And they're not even, it's not some crazy mathematical science. You don't have to be Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon smart. He's wicked smart. My friend's wicked smart. You don't have to be, I'm laughing because I had a buddy uh, in town and he, he kept saying that because he likes the show and that's funny. He's wicked smart, my buddy. Anyways, it's a little crazy, right? You don't have to be all that. It's got to get care about people. You got to know about plumbing. You got to be an expert. You got to know about your products. You got to know about your rebates. You got to know about your community and what they offer, what you can do, what kind of deals you can get for your, for your, for your, for your, your people, for your, your, your clients. Like this is your family. Like that's what I want you to grasp. These aren't money make. They 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 are a result of money. There's money. There's you're gonna make tons of money. You're, you're gonna make a lot of money in the process if you do this right. That's great. You are. You are. You'll make a lot, especially if you're in service plumbing. You're gonna make killing, like ridiculous. That's not what it's about. 
You just solve big problems, so you get that reward. That's awesome. Take big risks. But you got to do it the right way. You got to build a culture that says we care about our customers. We care about our employees. We're going to keep things simple. We're going to keep our menu simple. We're going to go and we're going to offer three options. I know some of you don't agree with that. I don't really care. Three options. It's just what I believe in. It's fact. I've seen it work every time, all the time. Three options. Now, some people have asked me, Chris, when you talk about three options, how do you do warranties? Oh, whoa, whoa. Warranties aren't a part of those three options. So I just do my three options and then I add the warranty option after the fact, meaning, you know, whatever kind of upgrade a company might have. I learned that at CarMax. We'll learn that here in a couple of nights. We're going to talk about the value stack of the warranty or the service agreement here in a couple of uh, shows when we talk about what CarMax did and how they did it. But three options, give them the chance to go in there and look, you called me out here for um, your toilet and it was running nonstop. So this is what you got to do to make the toilet not do that anymore. Th that's option one. Option two though, is we're going to make sure that guy never does it again. Like we're going to replace this thing. We're going to get a new toilet in here. This thing's 15 years, 20 years old, or you got high water pressure. And so we're going to put a PRV in to make sure this doesn't happen again kind of thing. And then option three is like, how do we get rid of this problem forever? Let's just, this toilet's 15 years old. And so are the other three. Let's put four toilets in. Let's put a PRV in. Uh, the water condition is real bad. You could use one, so forth and so on. And all of a sudden, you start creating options that works for the customer, not only today, but not only tomorrow, but forever, meaning they can sit there and make a decision. They don't feel sold because they're not being told what to do. They feel serviced because they're being educated, informed, and given options that they can rationalize and understand. And they're not confused. And it makes sense to them why you're offering these options, meaning my toilet was running. It broke. Oh, he found a reason for that. So we should probably deal with that. And my other, all my other toilets are super old and they've been enduring this high water pressure for a while. So all of these options make sense to me. It's not, hey, your toilet's uh, nonstop running so uh, we could rebuild it. Uh, let's see, water pressure is high. So let's put a PRV in and then uh, tankless. Like it doesn't work like that. It's got to make sense. You got to have a conversation with the customer. You got to be able to move through the home and see what the age of all the plumbing is. You got to be able to go and see what everything is. And you'll learn that stuff from the training. I, I can't do it all in one show, but I hope you guys understand that if you can just simply get your culture right by keeping it simple, caring about your customer, caring by caring about your employee, I said it right. Keep it simple. Care about your customer by caring about your employee. Man, I'm gonna tell you what, you're gonna see total change in the culture of your business. You're gonna start a movement and you're gonna be like these other big companies that we talk about. You're not gonna be like the rotor rooters. I'm sorry if you're if you're a rotor rooter guy and you own a big conglomerate, you're part of that. I'm gonna tell you right now, not all the rotor rooters are the same. Some are good, but the majority that I've come across, they can have uh, an interesting stigma with them with high prices and and low service. And it sometimes gets lost in translation when you have a franchise, when you have that type of all about the process, all about the structure, and all about the money. It's got to be about the people. The second it doesn't, end, it's not about the people. The second it becomes about the bottom line, the second it becomes about business only, and you don't know that you're in the business of people serving people, you're dead. In the water, drowned, done, finito, completo, it's over. You can kiss your businesses, that's the day it dies. It might take a little while for it to die off because it's got a lot of oxygen in it, meaning cash or cash flow, but it'll catch up with you. Guys, I love you. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, happy clients, happy coworkers, happy business. Absolutely. By doing it the fresh way, you will be able to look yourself in the mirror at night. Yeah, I mean, you can make money and go to sleep at night and do it the right way. Um, you know, I always, people say, oh, you're going to teach us how to sell a bunch of stuff. No, I'm going to teach you how to give a bunch of stuff away. And that probably doesn't make sense to you right now, but if you're in the training, it would. 
Guys, I love you. Listen, pay attention to what these other companies are doing. Go back, listen to the podcast, catch all the information. If you're new to this show, you've never seen this show before, and you want to make sure you don't miss another episode, type subscribe in the comments. Once you type subscribe into the comments, you'll get a message from Messenger, and all you got to do is respond to that message, and then it will subscribe to the show. We won't spam you. We won't try to sell you nothing. We just simply alert you and let you know when the next show is going live. Guys, listen. Um, it's so important. It's so important that we that we grasp these core principles. We do it the right way. And that is how we build something that lasts. That's how we build something that sustains. That's how we build something that we can be proud of and that we can hand off to someone or sell or whatever you want to do with it. It's your dream. It's your goal. I'm just trying to tell you how to get there. Guys, I love you and I appreciate you guys watching the show. Remember, we got that big $100 Visa gift card going away. When we hit the next show, they hit 50 viewers live send in a quick message or screenshot it and send it in to the uh, plumbing sales coach messenger page. And we will give away a $100 visa gift card to whoever that is. He said 76 for close rate, um, a thousand dollar average ticket uh, says it works. Yeah. I'd say that works. Uh, I'd love to see uh, that take that average go up. I know Brandon's like hundred percent close rate, so I'm not sure exactly who he's talking about, but I would love to see those averages at 80 and 90 close rate because honestly people didn't call you out kick tires. You know, a lot of times we look at our customer and we go, they're just wasting our time. No, it's not about you. They're not wasting their time. Now there might be that one in a million customer who's really got nothing else to do. Uh, and we all know who that one is. But other than that, for the most part, they just don't want to get taken advantage of. And you didn't do a very good job of convincing them that wasn't going to happen. And so you got booted. Just the truth. Hey guys, I love you. I do appreciate you. And remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. We will see you guys on Tuesday. Have a great night.